we watched Oklahoma a couple weeks ago. I had never seen it. It wasn't, uh, at least it. from my recollection, it wasn't part of our childhood canon. Nope. Um, our mom made us watch uh, a series of musicals that were really ingrained with us, including The Music Man. Um, Oklahoma was not one What's of weird them. weird is that mom has seen Oklahoma a million times, but I don't think she ever made us watch it for some reason. Okay, you yeah. guys are wrong. I, ha- I was why. forced to sit through it once. <laughs> I had to watch it and Flower Drum Song. I'm just saying. Flower Drum Song was one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 We're okay. all in the flag. Yeah. Now, we all endured Flower I mean, Drum Song. Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's the one where I went to my happy place. And... <laughs> but uh, you were saying. that and um, a lot of these, you know, they were like uh, epics of the day. So they had an intermission. Mm-hmm. And it was really about this like giant movie going experience. And Oklahoma is... Um, shot in in what was new at the time, this format called Todd A.O. And it is fucking stunningly beautiful. Um, I have a shitty TV, and and I have no idea how this uh, copy of Oklahoma did this to my shitty... Uh, TV, but it was it, it was it's seriously the most stunning thing I've ever seen on that screen. I just kept going like, how is it so? Um, but uh, the movie itself, the story doesn't work. It's not it's not good. I'm not recommending it. I'm just saying it was visually stunning. But with uh, Todd Ao, yes, <laughs> yeah. But the, now the, in Todd Ao, Todd Ao, bitch. Maybe that's how it's pronounced. I've only seen it. Yeah. So it was uh, filmed in uh, ta-da and thirty-five millimeter, and uh, so the entire film they did they would do two versions. They would get the ta-da camera out and film that, and then they would go, "All right, reset, bring in the the thirty-five millimeter, take it again from the top." And so there's like you know two full different films that exist, and I was like, "Man, it's got to be so fucking bizarre to like." you know, do the whole thing and then swap it out and do it again. But then I'm that's like, wait acting. a minute. Like, that's literally that's acting. acting. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that's apparently, what, that's guys, what take my, two research, again. My, yeah. my research as a film buff shows that uh, some movies, some of them, they actually aren't just filmed in consecutive order with one take all the way through uh, uh, live. They actually will stop. They will stop sometimes. Or cut, as it were, cut Ooh, the film. Johnny Hollywood over here. brothers talking about pets uh okay maybe you're on your 10th cat or maybe you've just heard of pets for the first time and want to know how to get started all right well yeah look we always do the thing where we just dive right in start talking about something but then matt always likes to point out that well maybe not everyone is gonna know the context so matt thank you uh, can you please explain what a pet is so uh a pet uh from the latin uh pedicus andronicus um is uh, an an animal that one owns and has to uh, pick up their shit. Does one eat this animal? It frowned uh, upon. It, it, there are different end of life ways to treat your pet. <laughs> uh, most do not. Uh, hmm. Some perhaps depends do. if you want to get the power or not. I don't get it. Then I don't get so it. So as as many know, uh, and if we do want to, if we do want to do this thing, we're like letting people in on the ground floor. Uh, pets date back to the Egyptian Middle Kingdom. Uh, yes. 20, 2015 to 1710 seven, uh, 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 BC, where oh, cats God. and the Nubian wild ass were fed grains like Emmer and Kamut. <laughs> <laughs> but side note, of all the domesticated animals in the world, Nubian wild ass 
Ah, glorious. Uh, uh, I've been to Nubian Wild Ass 3, which is down by the airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, some of their best work. Oh, man. It's always down by the airport. <laughs> I was going to say that was the scent of my, that's the scent of my deodorant, but I like it. <laughs> I think uh, Nubian Wild Ass is much better as that place by the airport. <laughs> they always have a number after them. Like, there's always like, yeah, like, yeah. As it, as so you can count how many uh, of their previous incantations have been shut down by the government. <laughs> We're still here. Keep trying, mm. asshole. Mm. Uh, anyway, speaking of massage parlors, um, like I said, maybe you're maybe you're new to pets. Maybe you're uh, you're an old pet pro. I want to set out some judgment criteria for our topic. I want to categorize some of the uh, the pets that we'll be talking about. Maybe talk about pet owners even if we got the time. But I want to wrap up with our ideal pets. So we'll, we'll give people an idea of what's good and bad, explain what goes into each category, and then tell them what is the ideal pet, which, uh, again, does not have to be real. But uh, let's start here. Um, we've, covered, we've covered a lot of po- uh, pet topics on this pet-based podcast, including dry V wet food. That was, that was, a, uh, that was a whole run. <laughs> uh, but today I thought we Three we'd... episode. It's a three-parter. <laughs> And we're going to try and tackle this one in one, even though it's the big one. Good pet versus bad pet. Good v. bad on today Ooh. Pet Talk. Yeah. We solve good versus evil. I like right. on our pet on our pet themed podcast, we recently discovered or we discussed dry food versus wet food. And today we're beginning with what is a pet? With pets. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What is pets? Well, we, we've had some complaints from people saying, what are these yeah. pets you keep yeah. talking about? Well, Webster's Dictionary right. defines pets. And the Egyptian <laughs> Middle Kingdom. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the Egyptian Middle Kingdom. We've already been there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rewind, people. Listen to it again. Do we get more points if we have them listen to it again? See if listening to it twice helps. That's all I'm yes. going to say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So for good and bad pets, we need some judgment criteria for what makes a good pet and a bad pet. And I think... Good pet and bad pet is the spectrum of... Good pet is the pet you can stand to clean up after. Because they, they shit everywhere. Mm. And if you can't stand their poop, they're a terrible pet. I think that's paramount for good petting. Is one that you're okay cleaning up. It's never exhausted supply of waste. By your own I, definition, it can be any pet then. It's just a matter of whether you pet. like it or not. Right. Well, like, here's the thing. Maybe you don't like cleaning up this type of animal poo. It's not going to be a good pet for you. But maybe you're like, I'm fine doing, doing this one. And huh. conversely, if that's our argument for good pet, I think the argument for bad pet is it doesn't do anything. We're talking stroller dog right there. I think stroller dog is a bad pet. Um, so this is, that's my beginning criteria for good v. bad. One, the good is I can stand what it does, and the bad side being uh, it doesn't do anything. It serves no purpose. Mm-hmm. What you're saying is that in order to to get into pets, you have to become incredibly conversant in different types of feces. Yes, yes absolutely. You're going to have to get your hands dirty and try out a bunch and see which pet's right for you. As a non-pet owner, uh, the, your bar for being good, I, I have yet... To been able to convince myself that I can get past that with any animal, right? Um, it's like, what if I could add a recurring cost to my life that would allow me to pick up the shit <laughs> of another being on a daily basis? And I kind of just—I uh, don't I've never... pick up enough shit. I just yes. don't do it. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm always gonna, you always say you're going to do it. Oh, every time you yeah. get together with your friends, hey, we should pick up some shit together sometime. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Yeah, one day we'll do that. Next summer. Yeah, maybe next summer we'll pick up some shit together. But you never actually do it. It's all bullshit. But we, need, by the we, time, we wish it were bullshit. We wish it were. Then we'd be there. <laughs> we'd be picking it up. What if, what if you know you had to pick up one of those single rabbit poops, a single little hard pea-shaped poop, and when you did it, on the plus side of the balance sheet, you got a blowjob, an airplane, and a boomerang, and a billion dollars. In what order? First, a billion dollars. Uh huh. The blowjob, an airplane, at the same time, mm-hmm. and then and later you get, you get a rabbit. house full of rabbits. At the end of the day, you think it's like, all right, now I got all the prizes, and someone's like. What about a boomerang? Come on, throw it. And you're in a big open field <laughs> and you can see if you can make it work. And it's not one of those stupid yeah, three, three-pronged things. It's like a real looking one. <laughs> but there are very few breeds of rabbits that people will pay you a boomerang for its feces is the issue. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that would definitely help me get over any aversion I had to rabbit poop. I don't see any issue there. I'm not overly fond of dogs in any sense. And yet we have a dog. Um, and uh, I am not comfortable in the uh, in the picking up its poop thing. And to Matt's point, daily, multiple times, I'm te- I've been told that most of these animals poop at, at least once a day, mm. all the time. Like, oh yeah, no matter what I do, I uh, tried squeezing it, I tried yelling at it. <laughs> so you guys have heard the story of the lady who swallowed a fly and swallowed a spider to catch said fly, and then she swallowed some other. She swallowed a boomerang to get the spider. <laughs> um, <laughs> See, what I've done, we have cats. Cats poop every day. They poop in a little sandbox, which is nice because it's all in one place, and you can use a thing to get the poop. You don't have to pick it up with your hand and feel it all hot in that that little sandwich baggie. (laughs) That Mm. hot fudge poop. (laughs) Yeah, Mm. feel it. Anyway, I don't have to do that. That's good. Not only that, I don't have to do it at all because I have a daughter. So see what I... Mm. I have like a... It's turtles all the way down, except there's only two layers... I don't ever have to pick up my daughter's poop. Like, well, so almost never. Almost never. So, <laughs> so sweet. I, well, I actually I never have to touch uh, feces. So, <laughs> right. well, so you I, just do it yes. for the love of the game. Is that what you're saying? You don't have. <laughs> well, I never to. have to. I don't have to. But you know, sometimes like you haven't I don't even wipe my own ass. Do what you love. Don't work a day in your life. For, for me, even though I'm not like super into needing a cat, cat would be. Cat would fall on good pet because don't mind cleaning up its poop. Like you said, it poops in a sandbox and you throw the whole sandbox out all the time and buy a new one. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm not even... Look at this idiot. He bought a scoop. Uh, I'm, I'm going one further. I move every time it's full. Yes. New house. Corey, <laughs> since you have most recently acquired a pet, you've got the dog. Uh, what's the name again? Doggo? Doggy. Aggie. <laughs> Aggie. That's it. Um, since you most recently got uh, the dog, uh, has... How has expectations, or I should say, uh, promises? Let's perhaps from let's say your daughter of things that they <laughs> how they would behave with the dog and how they might take care for the dog. How has that panned out to reality to this day? Do, do you get a lot of help from Elsa? Is she running the show. You'll be you'll be um, actually shocked, Matt, to learn that um, uh, my protestations of I don't like this these types of creatures around me um, were met with uh, promises of it never will be. <laughs> um, so uh so the way that's working out is instead of like sleeping until like nine and getting up and then doing some motion graphics now i get up at five and walk it and i do a thing you're gonna hate this i touch its hot poop uh right after it poops. Mm-hmm. um sometimes because it's an older dog uh sometimes that happens um before we get out of the house 
Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say before it's out of the animal, like you're helping pull it out. Yeah, like, like that you're inside out, sandwich the, bag glove. Mm, and it's kinda, three no, centimeters no. dilated. Yeah. Does it? <laughs> well, I mean, like, you ever watch a guy make sausage? He's kind of like, he's kind of helping it out of that case <laughs> yeah. of the sausage maker. True. <laughs> that he's kind of he's kind of coiling it up like one of those I nice... I assume those bags that they give you are just like sausage casings where they're just big enough to hold it <laughs> and no more. <laughs> Efficiency. Yeah, them up. Efficiency. <laughs> Let's just say... <laughs> she she does just fine on her own and doesn't need any help pooping. Uh, <laughs> so far, she's a, she's an older dog. She's an old yeah. rescue dog, so she's she's got like half her teeth left. She was uh, is doing a percentage uh two hundred percent of her proper body weight when when adopted. Mm. Uh, it's not too many pounds, but when you're when you're twenty pounds. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Those pounds add up and are huge. Just, uh, yeah. so she smells terrible. She's got like a broken, disgusting mouth. And like when we got her, honestly, like the way it started was like, oh, it's going to take me a couple hours of shoveling when this one kicks off. Yeah. Uh, and to your point of helping out, I still do most of the like the poopery stuff. But um, it's the point now where like they'd probably give me a, a break while and do and do some of the shoveling themselves whenever this old dog finally is old. All right. So, so maybe maybe that's where we are. So I, I think I, I, I do love your scale, though. Uh, I, for me, though, it's more uh, being able, like, I will never, I, I, you know, could be wrong. I don't think I'll ever be like, yeah, I'll pick up that dog shit. But it's to the other end of the spectrum that you mentioned, like, what do they do? Like, I, I could see a dog doing enough things or a pet doing enough things where I will reluctantly be like, all right, I guess I'll have to pick up some of this shit. I mean, to that, to that note, we have chickens in the backyard those aren't really pets and uh they lay their eggs all over the yard and i don't always know where to find them uh turns out a couple times now our dog has found the eggs picked them up and brought them to me and has been told it was a good dog and given a uh, <laughs> given a tiny treat so if she can continue doing that and not eating the eggs this is this, i mean there's there's a lot of shit i'd pick up for an animal that will find eggs in my yard for me oh yeah <laughs> didn't know that going in it's like a truffle pig. It's an egg dog. Right, <laughs> an exactly. Egg. <laughs> an egg hound. Mm-hmm. Park Carolina egg hound. <laughs> half, half blue tick coon and half Carolina egg hound. <laughs> His mother was an egg hound, you understand? <laughs> now, her mama was Bluebell Jones, uh, the state champion egg hound. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dog could find an egg in a briar patch and stick his... Uh, it could pick out a chicken egg. Uh, if you got a robin's egg, you got an ostrich egg, you got any of them, you can pick it out. She'll go right for that chicken egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of, it's a kind of a checkbox on both. Like, uh, I can almost stand to be around its waist, and uh, it does serve a purpose. Uh, serving a purpose is definitely, I mean, yeah. it... it if if you got a pet bird and all you want to do is teach it swear words, that's a purpose. That counts, you know. Uh, if you got a dog and rubbing it, you know, scratching his back makes you forget about um, the truth of existence. <laughs> Scratch away, my friends. Yes. You know, that's a that's definitely a, a service that it, that it provides. Sure. Um, but by the time you're pushing it in a stroller, I still have a couple of issues with that. 
So I've always thought between, again, I don't, oh, I, we can go to two experts on the panel here. Uh, between the big two, which are cat and dogs, mm-hmm. um, dogs do a lot more for you. They, they've, since Egyptian times, they've been bred to be companions and you can forget about your, uh, your uh, meaningless existence. Um, but you, they're a lot more of a chore and you got to pick up their shit. As Ben already pointed out, cats practically self-cleaning. You can go uh, away for the weekend. You don't need a cat sitter in some situations. Yeah, sure. Uh, so, but what do, what does a cat do for you? I don't know. So, so it's a lower level for sure. Um, there is so mine will. We've had we had two when I met my wife. She had two, um, and then we got two a few years ago, um, and. Which the total number is two for people yes, who are Yes, you still counting. have two. You don't have four. Yeah, well, the other ones are dead. But uh, they these guys, uh, every cat's a little different. These will, um, one every once in a while comes up and will like sit next to me and then purr and then you pet him. And that, that's surprisingly, I, there's a lot that you can get out of that. Um, he also, I can pick him up and pet him and scratch him and kind of wrestle with him and mess with him. You can mess with cats. Cats are great to mess with. Um, to try to scare or surprise them, and so on. The other one, and I'm every single night. This is true. Every night, um, I after I'm done playing guitar, I go in the other room, and the cat comes comes over. I roll up a pipe cleaner and I throw it, and we play fetch for a while. Um, I throw it into the thing. She brings it back. Um, it's usually in a part in a video game where I don't want to be interrupted, or it's right at a good part in the show. <laughs> but so there's some interaction of playing like that. It is much less than with a dog, but right. the level of upkeep I have to do for cats is so much less, it makes it a very attractive pet for me. I don't ever have to give her a bath, or him, either of the two. Um, I don't have to go and hunt and find their shit, or like be right out there when it happens. Like, waiting <laughs> for that newsie to come out and go, extra! Oh, I got, I got it, I got it! <laughs> uh, you don't have to do that. Hot off the presses. Yeah. Or the other way is like just looking around the city for a newspaper until you accidentally step in it. Um, this, the newspaper comes to the box and I know exactly where to find it. No problem. I can leave them for a weekend. Um, I don't have to get a, to put them in a kennel or anything. So yeah, I get a lot less uh, in, interaction. That's also good for me. Uh, but then there's also a lot less um, uh, upkeep to have to do. So it's a great level of pet for me. I'm very you know, happy with so it. So the cat is the, a cat is a roommate. A dog is a plumber you hired that never leaves. The Ooh. cat's like, I live here. Nice to see you. But the plumber's like, now what are we doing? Nothing. I have no more plumbing for you to do. <laughs> uh, well, what about now? Leave me alone. Uh, it's very strange. Come and touch it. Touch my poop. Any plumber right. that ever <laughs> says more. that. That's what he's like. I made yeah, more for you. I do my own plumbing now. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Hey, touch this. It's my butt. <laughs> this is my poop. Uh, along these lines, uh, so, I mean, clearly there are, you know, there's no one way to be, but clearly there are bad pets and good pets. Um, uh, and it's kind of down to each person, but um, uh, I will say there are some categories uh, of pets uh, outside of just good and bad. And like, even within these categories, we can discuss if there's a good or a bad one or how we would approach this. But you've got your normies. And that's just the big three, and that's easy. That's dog, fi- dog, cat, fish. Those are the normal pets. Mm. Those are pets. Even though fish doesn't really do much, it's there. It looks pretty. It's calming to look at. That's fine. 
that category is all experiment to me. It's like you get a lizard or a fish or a thing like that to just kind of, well, let's see what it does. I want to sit and observe right. it. It's not like a dog and cat interaction, fish, lizard, whatever is experiment. The fish payoff is um, playing God. Like, <laughs> well, let's see if these two fight each other. I gave them cancer. Uh, oh, right. <laughs> um, it always ends with cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Along the line of weirdies are every other creature ever. Um, that's that's just simple. And now that's coming from a man who owned four parrots. I was about to ask where you're going to put birds. Okay. No, nope, 100% birds are in the weirdy category. Hmm. More you own, the weirdy are. Uh, again, I my when I hit when I hit that sledgehammer thing at the fair, it went all the way up to four birds. All right, and you better believe that's a loud dinging noise that warns women to avoid you. Yeah. Um, uh, and speaking for my wife, not loud enough. Sorry, baby. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the weird your weird pets. <clears throat> Bird, spider, pig, snake, ferret, lizard. Well, Those are all weird pets, right? To me, a pig is a dog variant. You have to pick a sure. group and stuff, but they're in, they're but like supposedly smart like dogs. What's that? <laughs> but you can eat it. You can eat a dog, right, too. You can eat a dog, too. Well, well I mean... You, you can eat a dog. You're gonna delicious. eat the pig. Yeah. I've been feeding this Maybe thing the most choice pet. meats possible. It's gonna yeah, be delicious. No, I, I thought it to smoke bat... <laughs> I thought it to smoke just so I could get the process started, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, no, no joke, a uh, guy up the street a couple years ago owned a little pig and would walk it around on a little, on a little leash. And, much like uh, a dog, huh? Much like a dog. Wasn't a dog if you got close. Turned out it was a food animal <laughs> that he was leading around. It was um, one of them ungulates. Yeah, so straight up, that's weird pet. Um, uh, I would say, list of weird pets, my favorite has to be moose. Uh, fame, famed astronomer and insane human being Tico Brahe. Tico Brahe, yes. Owned a, pet a moose. I'm sorry, it is it often maybe a reindeer or was it? It a moose? is a moose. It is a moose, a moose. But you have to remember, he owned a drunken moose that would drink out of a bucket, uh, drink wine out of a bucket at table with him during formal min- uh, dinners. And this is a man whose nose had been cut off in a drunken yes, duel and he... was replaced with a silver nose. So everything <laughs> but... normal at Tico Brahe's castle that he convinced someone to give him. False nose, um, yes. Hmm. False nose, uh, his own little tiny island devoted to... Yeah, it's uh, that's amazing, but straight up weird pet. Uh, and this also well, goes Let's get back to... to talking about pets. Let's stop talking about the interesting thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, right. well, Silver nose. What is that pet? pet? No, no, no. Now see what you want to know here. <laughs> now yeah. the wet dog food is... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You'll notice... It's a little slip. No, I don't need a little bit sweet. Anyway, this is a lady Boston. (laughs) (laughs) But that's an example of weird pet, but that you can go too far. Like, even though that's not necessary. I mean, I don't know. We can get back to this. I don't know. Is moose domesticated animal? Don't think it is. No, it Um, is not. And I think that wine exists. It probably needed to be drunk so it didn't attack him. Uh, Right. I mean, because you know how moose always go for the shiniest noses. Um, so, like the non-domesticated, I think that goes with a lot of the weird ones, right? They're non-domesticated. It's not like a spider or a lizard or fish are domesticated. You can just have dominion over them. It's when they get out of control, like a moose or something like that, or like a guy who's like, he hasn't had a pet a tiger, bear. Perhaps. It's just until the bear is. goes, ah, I'm done with this, and kills him. Yes. Yeah. Matt mentions it. Tiger, not a pet. Oh, right, 
Right, right. That yes. is that is a challenge. Someone a should timer make a, a Netflix series about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Called. Yeah. I mean, yeah, some yeah. of these guys are like kings of tigers. They, I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're Ben. You're exactly right. It's uh, only to the point. No matter what relationship you think you have built with it, or perhaps have built with it, uh, when they are done with you know their end of it and they're tired of it, they will. Remind you that they are a wild, non-domesticated animal. Yeah, like maybe you're a ma- magic tiger and you decide to retire and stop doing magic and eat one of the men who's been proud of you for years. You know, yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Have you guys uh, seen the movie? I think it's Grizzly Man. Yeah, yes. I haven't seen there's, it, but I know of it. Yeah, but there's a guy who lives among the bears. Grant, I won't spoil the ending for you. I know you. the ending. <laughs> yeah, I know the ending. The bears kill him. Yes, yeah. the bears kill him. And They're bears. And there's also an audio recording of it. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And it's, it's hard going, to watch a guy listen Larry, to it. But Larry, what are you doing? We were gonna go play frisbee golf. I mean, <laughs> he has to know that that's the. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's surprised. He doesn't. He's, Was yeah. that bear, Doctor Phil? There's <laughs> <laughs> a problem you have. You gotta love yourself before I eat you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what Doctor Phil sounds like. I'm it's guessing all about that. you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that one. Got that one. Oh boy! <laughs> Step up, be a real man. Fight that bear. Um, yeah. When when it's like an animal, like a tiger or a bear, it's they're just they're just like, what is he doing? It's like if the chicken nuggets did something funny, you're like, what is happening? I mean, I'm clearly gonna eat him, but what is this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm gonna eat him. Like every time, like like speaking of like Tiger King or like Grizzly Man, like every story of like, well, I own an exotic gigantic snake and it ate me. Like the like all of those pet stories, those aren't pet stories. Those belong under the category of no shit the magazine. Um, <laughs> like just completely obvious. Of course, it's gonna murder and trample you. You you, it's a murdering trample machine. You know that kind of thing. So not a pet. Uh, weird, but not a pet. Dangerous, mm-hmm. uh, foolish, perhaps. It is but... in your house. Maybe you let it come in your house, but it is not a pet. God, I'm still weirded out by dogs in houses, and mine lives in my house. <laughs> it is a weird thing when we would think of that sometimes, Corey. Probably, uh, well, anyway, maybe in a condition or something, but just go, there's these two animals in our house. This was <laughs> way back when we had the first two. It's like, there's these two big wild animals just running around our house. Like, if yeah. it's a squirrel, you'd go, ah! Yeah. All right, Corey. And, and, well, Matt, too, I guess. It's warm enough where you guys live year-round. Not that it wasn't in Ohio. When was the last time you saw a dog in a doghouse? Never. Yeah. I don't. At my last house, and uh, more on the south side and in some sketchier places, yeah, you would see an outside doghouse. Um, but when we were kids, we had a dog in an outside doghouse. Um, yeah. Many neighbors, our grandparents. Our uh, grandparents. Yeah. Dogs lived in doghouses outside. And right. very few people I knew had a dog that was an inside dog. It was weird, though. Like, wow, it's in, they I let like, him inside. Uh, yeah, um, uh, possibly zero chance he's a listener. Uh, T middle name Siebenick. Uh, uh, they had like a little tiny. Oh, they poodly, were way doggy. Yeah, right, a little tiny like teacup thing, and I was like, I was like, look, it's behind the couch. Like that's where it goes. And I was like, it's in the house. He's walking. Like it was, it was, it was like when a bird gets in the house. Yeah. Quick, um, step on it. It's in the house. <laughs> hey, that airplane's flying around inside the house. Like, it's also bizarre. 
I'm speaking like this stone-hearted son of a bitch who I promise you, I, I know someday in the near future when we are, when I live in a place where a landlord enables it, we will have a dog instantly. And I'm sure I will fall in love with it. But until that point, I'm just like, when people start dumping, you know, thousands of dollars into like, well, it's mm-hmm. it's 90, it, my dog is 90 and it's got glaucoma and it's in a ton of pain and it needs two hip surgeries and it's got uh, nut cancer and it's like, but uh, we're still dragging it, or literally dragging it around. It's like at some point, it's maybe not worth it. Right. Those are or hard things like, to do. Um, you hear people going into massive medical debt to keep the, you know, keep an animal right. alive. Yeah. And like... I get it on some level. It's like, hey, this is my tribe, and this is one of my little tribe people. Like, you know, you, you've been... It's also a sunk cost fallacy. Like, I planned on digging a hole for this thing. I might as well, like, uh, keep it alive <laughs> or whatever. Um, no, like I said, once I... In a short while, I'm sure I will be a dog owner and completely change my tune. So I get it. I get it. I get it, people. Before I get the hate mail, mm. I get it. Everyone, we'd love to get some hate mail. Um <laughs> so- <laughs> Uh, even if you're enjoying this episode, think of something vitriolic to yell at Matt um, and just fire that off. So, Corey, did you have, other than normies and weirdies, did, where would you, what are your guys' thoughts on the 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 gerbil, the hamster, the the the, the, the rabbit, Experiment. you know, the furry shit machine? There, if there's like a pH scale from weird to tiger, not a yeah. pet, um, the transition's kind of soft. Like I said, I had a I had a bird, and people will get like a little parakeet or something. I'm okay with the parakeet. It's a it's it's a weird pet. You're weird, um, but it's like it's like two percent weird. And then like by the time you're ferret, you're like that's ten percent weird. Um, I don't know. Uh, they're not all that strange. Like I knew a dude with a raccoon, and he had a trained pet raccoon, and um, that was a hundred percent weird. It was even cool to see, but. That was weird. Um, mm. So, like, gerbils and rats and stuff and rabbits, uh, they're, they're still in the uh, passing grade weird. But that's a weird badge. You're working on weird merit yeah. badge. You're not working on weird merit badge three, but you're working on weird <laughs> merit badge. A lot of these weird pets, and uh, or, like, any negative trait to some of these pets, a lot of these are the owner's own mental issues. Um, this is where it comes into, like, weird owners. Um, like... Uh, I was a weirdie with a bird, but I wasn't like taking the bird to a party. You know, <laughs> right. oh, this isn't guy. like uh, this isn't like what I'm roller skating on the, the wrong way down a one way street with a snake. Stop staring. <laughs> that's that's not the snake's fault. You know, yeah, <laughs> snake didn't yeah, ask for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And there are people. Uh, I certainly don't know any that brag about varsity records that have had snakes that are moderately normal with their snake. <laughs> um, I did. I, I never saw anyone uh, roller skating with their with their snake on uh, uh, at Granny Fenster or any of the other. I don't know. Were there more than one snake? I don't know oh, how yeah, many snakes yeah, yeah. there were. Anyways, snakes. Uh, a weird pet, but it's it's kind of how you deal with it. I like I said, this is I I didn't really want the dog, and I owned a bird, and you don't do anything with it. So uh, I'm not used to like going to uh, like a. There's no bird park that you go to and let your bird fly around. <laughs> it's a terrible, <laughs> terrible way to have a pet bird. But there is a dog park where <laughs> you can let your. They, they tried one. It didn't last. Long. <laughs> <laughs> it's that, but that one's like naming a star after you. You just go to the park and go. That one's mine right now. Yeah, that one's mine. It's playing with the other birds. All right, I'm gonna go home. Oh uh, no, no, go home, go home, go home. I'm gonna go home. I'll see you at home. Yeah, I trained you to uh, do that. You know, I think the last thing that I will add to that then is like, it's not, uh, to me, it's not about like, um, you're weird because you have a rabbit, uh, it's, or you're weird because you have a dog or a cat. 
any any pet ownership, just like any hobby, can go too far. Right. And so there's just like that. That to me is also a a, a turn off to the to like, do I want to get in this game when you see how far it can go? <laughs> um, because there's you know people who probably go a little too far. And the one thing I when I think about that, I think of horse people because <laughs> I feel like there's such an investment. That you can't. There's not no be like shallow end in. of horse there's people. No, there's no <laughs> dipping your toe in that pool. No. I tell you what, yeah. the best day it's for all horse ownership, the best two yep. days in any horse owner's life: the day they buy their horse and the day and they, the day sell they it. eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm struggling to count horse as a pet because that's more of like a a, a living like that's transportation. Um, it's not like I'm. I don't know. Maybe horse people are like, I'm going to go hang out with my horse. But usually it's like, I keep it in, it's like a boat. I keep it at the marina and I sail it on the weekends. Uh, And someone else watches it for me. And like a boat, expensive as hell. Expensive as hell. You got to winterize it. Dude. Right, exactly. (laughs) You got to get that anti fouling coating on it, change out its sails. How do horses work? I knew one of these two analogies. I knew knew part of this analogy. Um, Speed horses. Speed horses are the most fun. You crush a bottle of champagne across its bow and. Mm hmm. Down in Louisiana, they got them big fan horses, but we don't have them up here. Swamp horse, you're talking about. We call them yeah. swamp horse. Let's hijack um, this topic right for a minute. Swamp horse on the bayou. <laughs> By the way, swamp horse on the bayou is my favorite um, uh, Creedence Clearwater album. <laughs> swamp horse on the bayou. Uh, hey, real quick, would do you guys want to ride on one of those fan boats? Yes, or time is, that is like, over. Switching sure, to fan boats right now. Yes. I think that yes. I, I want to do that so bad. I want to cruise around in one of those goddamn boats on the, on the swamp and look for alligators and stuff. I want to do that so bad. I mean, speaking of pets, the best thing about a fan boat is that like tennis ref <laughs> chair that's sitting up so high. You're like, yeah. how are you not tipping? And they're just like, I got this. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. steering with a stick is that is the answer. <laughs> they just got one big joke. Yeah. Fan boat. Yeah, I'm a fan of fan well, boats. Let's quit this podcast and go ride fan boats. Yep, let's go uh, tool around uh, in fan boats. Travis, yeah, okay. Uh, as promised, if you want to send me hate mail, you can do so uh, by emailing us at Free Legal Podcast. Uh, <laughs> damn it, I almost threw him off the trail. You can email <laughs> us at Free Legal Advice Podcast at gmail.com. And to see the stacks and stacks of hate mail brought into the courtroom to prove that Matt's real. Uh, mm. You can see pictures of us on Instagram. <laughs> we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And if you want to see uh, picture after picture of them beautiful blue tick egg hounds digging in that briar patch, like Grant always says, follow us on Twitter at Free Legal Pod. Uh, and if you like the show, uh, you know, um, maybe maybe consider going to a shelter and adopting a fan boat. There's, there's fan boats out there that need your love. They got broken fans, but, you know, they're ready to love. <laughs> broken fans, but big hearts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grant, can you uh, fade us out on uh, Swamp Horse and the Fan Boat? What was this? Swamp Horse. Down on the Swamp Horse. Down on the Fan Boat. Billy and the Swamp Horse are playing. Bamboo Swamp Horse, Swamp Band. <laughs> I think those are the lyrics. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 43.
I remember when we were kids and had NES, um, a, a revelation. Because even you think about, uh, I guess if it's dirty, it's dirty. But I was going to say, like, even back then, the games are like brand new. But like, you obviously would have a lot of times where it wouldn't work. People, you take it out, blow on it. This like revelation that swept through was like, lick it. If you lick it, <laughs> that's the secret to getting it work. So you well, get this like man, talk hot. about doing something the hard way. You got to lick this yeah. electronic to play this game. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. The thing, like the licking, to me was always like nuclear option. Oh like, yeah. We really yeah. don't want to go yeah. there, but uh, if I'm forced I've to, I've got it. this tangy zinc taste on my tongue now. <laughs> <laughs> what tastes like Mario yeah. too? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this tastes like. Optimus Prime's dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's not that bad. <laughs> Turn internet over.